on Sports Cover 2 Podcast, the 2018 Apology Tour. What went wrong? Is it Where a tour? Were we or is wrong? it just a yes, session? It's a tour. We're, going, will, we're taking this on the road? It will function more like a therapy session. Okay. For mostly our audience, yes. not really for us, except for this is one of those. I like, feel fine. I don't need, you know. Well, it is some Athlon Mitch, by the way, on Twitter. Follow him, Mitch Light. My name's Braden Gall. Thanks for listening. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. I, I think it's more of like couples therapy, like you and me. Working through all the things we did wrong, yes, in 2018, and or, and so this is all looking back on on the 2018. Not only our magazine, our predictions, but just things that we thought. You know, we were dead wrong about the Clemson Alabama national championship game. We both picked Alabama, um, so we're sorry, Clemson. That's why we apologized to Clemson last week. Um, so this is going to be a, part couples therapy, part apology tour, part just laughing at what we got wrong. We might brag a little bit about a few things. I can neither confirm nor deny that that's going to happen. And it must be said. Utah well, first in the Pac-12 South. It will be said. I that, picked that. That we did finish first in the predictions, the accuracy with Stassen.com. So, this, you know. Yeah, it's not hard to pick Alabama first and Georgia first in the East and the West in the SEC. But we did it, so we get credit for it. Well, everyone did it. So, I mean, we're talking, you know, we get credit for picking <laughs> Buffalo. You know, this is, this is the, that, that's a deep dive. That's every yes. league, every division. The point of this podcast, however, is to call ourselves out and hold ourselves accountable fun. not brag about all the things we got right because we got a lot of stuff right looking at you south carolina um <laughs> see, how we've texas. Already, see how we've already slipped in some bragging there yes um but mostly this is about uh having some fun making fun of ourselves and and, and laughing at all the silly things you get wrong because in recruiting or the nfl draft or making predictions it's inexact it's an inexact science we're making educated guesses we do our best to try to get you guys the best information every single year in the magazine and on this podcast. We pick games wrong all the time. We get predictions wrong all the time. Uh, and so we'll run through and, and make fun of ourselves a little bit today, starting with you making fun of me, your favorite national pastime. We do a roundtable. Inter international <laughs> pastime. <laughs> we, we, do a, we do a roundtable in the magazine where you kind of come up with a bunch of different questions. Um, and then you ask myself, you, Stephen Lassen, we... We kind of give unprompted, um, you know, sort of independent answers to a bunch of different questions. Now, I got a lot of stuff right in there. All three of us, by the way, which coach, your question, which coach, for example, which coach that is a group of five coach right now will be a power five coach at the end of the season. And all three of us picked Neil Brown. Now, it took a little while, yes. <laughs> but we got it right. So those kinds of things, that program on the rise, program on the so decline. We'll go, you know, through the, so we'll go through a roundtable. Then after that, we're going to go kind of league by league, what we got right and what we, we got will, wrong. And we will apologize. And I, don't, I don't need to apologize. What we got wrong. You can wrong. apologize. What we got wrong. You need wrong. to get it off your chest. You have some issues. You, you made a lot of bonehead decisions and predictions, and you need to apologize to those teams. Washington State, looking at you. Yes. Mitch owes Com you an apology. Completely wrong. Yeah. So what we got wrong. It's going to be fun. Okay. Let's start with First one angle, by the way. that you really, really got wrong. Yes. What, uh, what teams not in our preseason top 25, which one of those do you think is the best chance to make the playoff? I asked a young Braden Gall <laughs> four or five months ago. You were, a lot in, you were innocent back then. You didn't really know a lot of things. I didn't. I didn't. Know you anything. said, how about Khalil Tate in Arizona? How, how about him? <laughs> Didn't make the playoff. Now, to be fair, that's a really impossible question. I know. It's very, very difficult. So, thanks for leading with the oh, shoot. toughest question. I didn't you, realize what I said. you picked the same team, you bonehead. Steven, direct direct Steven, quote. No, I think Steven Lassen picked Arizona and you picked Utah. No, no. Direct quote. I said, I'm with Braden on this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's where lack of show prep sometimes yes, hurts. I told you. Listen, this is how this conversation went. I said, Mitch, 
This should be the greatest assignment you've ever received. Go through the magazine's predictions and pull out all the things that I said wrong and incorrect. And I figured you would be like, I think I figured you'd spend every day, every hour, just making sure that you. Well, made this is me really eat, the only place that eat you my put, words. This is the only s segment of the magazine where, like, it's definitely your predictions. Everything else is sort of a group thing. So true. Stephen Lassen said, "Stephen Lassen said Utah." So I, you know, okay. that, that, that's a good pick there. Which team not in our preseason top ten has the best chance to make the playoff? You said Texas. Okay, feel pretty good, good call. About that. I think I think I saw where they were the highest ranked in the AP poll four loss team. Would they finish eleven? Something not, like that. So I Who said cares? Florida State, not very good. Mm. Uh, Stephen mm -hmm. Lassen said Michigan State and Penn State. That was very Braden Gaulish of him to give mm. more than one answer. Okay, which top ten team scares you the most? Which team do you think we might have overrated? Do you remember who you said? Not I didn't say Miami. You said Ohio State. I think I said Ohio State. Yes. Yeah. I said Miami. But it was Good about call. But, it was, but it was about the other stuff, I think. So no, it wasn't this was, was in the spring. This was in the spring. Okay. Um what, Steve, wait, what, like give me some stuff that we actually got seriously wrong. That was okay. your assignment. Well no, we're just this is a fun this won't take very long. Okay. okay. Um Steven Lassen said Auburn, so pretty good call there. Yeah, very good. best hire of the offseason, unanimous. We all said Scott Frost. Uh, which coach is under the most pressure in 2018? Do you remember who you said? Uh, was, I think it was Coach O. It was, uh, no, this isn't necessarily hot seat. This is like, well, interpret oh, oh, how you want. Oh, yeah, I said Jimbo you Fisher. You said Jimbo, yeah. just $75 million contract does yep, that to yep. you. I said Cliff Kingsbury. Steven said Ed O. Actually, zero pressure for Kingsbury. He can he can get fired from Texas Tech and get an NFL job. Right. Never seen anything like that. Right. Honestly, never seen anything like that. Can you remember a coach that got fired from an under 500 Power 5 team and then took an NFL head coaching job <laughs> uh, the in way the same offseason? <laughs> no. Never happened. Seriously. No. Unbelievable. Sort of like your career. Pretty much. You bounced. You, you had a nice bounce back when you ended up at Athlon. Mm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most puzzling hire, Herm. Herm, I'm sorry. Yeah. Completely wrong. Although it's not like you're, they did see, that you're, great. You're, you're, you're cutting into all the apologies I'm going to make. Okay. Uh, Braden, you said Jeremy Pruitt. I stand by that. Yeah. Okay. Still, still very one. puzzling. Dark Horse. 44 days, by the way. The search for the offensive coordinator yeah. ended after 44 yeah. days. Yeah. I think that's as long as Moses was in the desert. I'm not sure. Yeah. Or was it Jesus? I don't know. Yeah. I need to read up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, name a Dark Horse Heisman candidate. Do you remember who, who, who you said? DeAndre Swift. Yeah. That, I like that one. I said A.J. Dillon. Pretty um, good. Steven Lassen said, get to the pick here. Cam Akers. Uh, didn't have a great year on a bad offense. Actually, Cam Steven's worst pick of all of them. Yeah. There. Uh, A.J. Um, Dillon, I don't even know if that would be considered dark horse. I think he was pretty widely regarded coming into the season. Yeah, but he right? played for Boston College. It yeah, would take a really true. heroic Ooh, season. Apologize to Boston College. It's tough to win. Unless your name's Doug Flutie, it's tough to name. Unless you're a 5'9 quarterback. He didn't win the Heisman. Oh, okay. It's name true. a coordinator hire that you like. Do you remember who you said? Mm -mm, nope. Jim McElwain. Good job. Really kick-started that offense at Michigan. Actually, they had a phenomenal offense. They had the best rushing attack they've had in years. Stephen Lassen said about? Mike Elko. We both said Mike Elko. Yeah, that's pretty good. I said I was intrigued by Ricky Ronnie. Didn't say I liked it. I said intrigued. Okay. I was name a breakout player. So you picked a guy who got worse this year. It was a good oh, call. Really? Yes, yeah, Brian Lewerke. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, listen, we'll start right here. Okay. <laughs> I was wrong about Brian Lewerke. Okay. Way, way, way. I still love his skill set. Way wrong. He's a guy that might be a better pro than he was. I thought he was going to be an NFL prospect and he was going to come out. Way, way wrong on Brian Lewerke. I apologize. How's that feel? Good? Yeah. That's okay. the point of the pod. Right I there. said Debo Samuel had a quietly good year, but didn't, didn't explode onto the scene. 
uh, most valuable player in the country. You said, good call, Justin A. Bear. Justin A. Bear. Yeah. Uh, I, had Will, uh, I had Trace McSorley, and Stephen Lassen had Will Greer. If Trace McSorley had someone who could catch a pass, yeah. it would be great. True freshman that we will have, think would have a big impact, I'm a genius. I said Trevor Lawrence. You said JT Daniels. And, and, did, and no uh, impact at all. <laughs> you know, only started at yeah. USC. And Stephen Lassen said Adrian Martinez, so that was pretty easy. Yep. Name three group of five head coaches. Three co- pretty big programs yeah. though, with three true freshmen well, quarterbacks. That's good it's stuff. The, the, true fre- the era of the true mm-hmm. freshmen. Name three group of five head coaches who will be at Power 5 jobs next season. All you three s- of us. You said Neil Brown, Blake Anderson, and Brian Harson. You went one for three. Oh, that's the three. I thought all three of us said Neil Brown. No, we, we named three that you had to mention. Three. Oh, oh, gotcha. Uh, I said Neil Brown, Seth Luttrell, and Jason Candle. I went one for three. Steven went Neil Brown, Seth Luttrell, and Scott Satterfield. So, so he two. got two for three then. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, oh, this is this, this one. This is not anything we got wrong. This is a part of the, this is supposed to be an apology tour. And all you're saying is all the things we got we're almost, right. We're almost done with this segment. This was, this one yields good answers usually. Give us a program on the rise. <laughs> okay. We both, we both hit this one. You said Florida. I said Iowa State. Steven said Nebraska. Program on the decline. And this is where we this, need to, So how many... Hang on. Hang on. Are we done with this exercise? Because this is you, after this. Can I say... Because this is where I'm going to start my apology tour. Me, with well, this answer. We, we all blew it on this one. And this is where First I First of all, I said, can I say Illinois again? Of course not. I think they were on the decline. I said Washington State. Could not have been more wrong. So this is Maybe where, their best season ever. This is again where... At we, this point, though... <laughs> Gardner Minshew was like a graduate assistant, yes. third-string quarterback at Alabama. <laughs> Did not know. Had I known it's Gardner true. Minshew was going to Washington State, I would have picked them to win next, 10 games. Next year, we will take into account facial hair more into our preseason predictions. Especially mustaches. Nope. Anybody can grow no a question. beard, but no it's question. difficult to grow that kind of mustache. All right, so program on the rise. I said Florida. You said Iowa State. And Steven said what? Um, Nebraska. Nebraska. So I think Nebraska is rising. They didn't rise. Uh, They did at the end of the year. They were better. So on the heels of being so right about that. All right. Let's get to the programs on the decline, which is where I would like to begin my apology tour. I have a big I'm sorry to issue. I apologize. I went to Atlanta to the SEC media event, and I picked you fifth. Actually, two teams from the SEC. We'll start in the SEC. Can I I intervene? Can I have a little intervention? Maybe prevent you from admitting too much? saying too much as a, as a magazine this we, is therapy you can't we, say we too picked much. them four and four they finished five and three it's not like in the sec okay. it's Let, not like they just i picked them to finish fifth in the sec west and questioned whether or not they were gonna i thought six and six is a possibility i did not think they would be that good i i questioned the coach i questioned the offense i questioned the quarterback i questioned Do you still question i, I questioned the line of scrimmage <laughs> on both sides of the ball I was absolutely wrong about all of it, and I apologize to you, LSU. I think you're being too hard on yourself. I apologize to you, LSU. I was wrong. I was completely wrong. I should have picked you. You know, like I said, I had you fifth in Atlanta when I went down there and picked the the the, filled out the thing for the official media thing. That's after well after our magazine. I was wrong, LSU. I apologize. You were far better than I anticipated. Far better. Yes. I mean, they finished in the top ten, so it's they hard. They were far to, better than I anticipated. I had them finishing fifth or sixth, so what, maybe sixth um, or sixth. I was wrong. Do you still question the coach going forward? Oh, I don't have – I don't do think he's going to win. quarterback? I don't think he's going to – I don't think they're going to win the West anytime soon. But I was I was securely on the 
this could be a dumpster fire type of season. I don't know the lines of scrimmage are as good as they used to be, and I was wrong. Definitely not a dumpster fire. I mean, totally it was, wrong. It was yep. Smooth sailing. I mean, they didn't win. They the Texas A&M game. They I don't. That is the epitome of what this show, this podcast, is all going to be about. Is just listen, LSU. I'm sorry, I was wrong. Can we talk to coaches? We, no, no, your program on the decline. Washington State. So you, I just did. I already, say you're sorry. I already did. Right before this, so you weren't listening. You were no, gearing no, I heard up. You, talk you were gearing about it. up for yours. I didn't. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you give the impassioned apology that I anticipated. Because Washington State, we love you. See, I feel, I feel fine about myself. I don't need to sit here and, and. That's not the point. The point of this is to apologize to Do fans need- that we wronged in the summer <laughs> months. Washington State, fine people of the Palouse, Braden, sorry. Are you sorry? That doesn't feel like what I was going for. <laughs> I'm sorry. There you go. See? Gosh. <laughs> Very difficult. What's life like in your household? <laughs> no mistakes are made Honey, by anyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> no mistakes ever. All right. Also in the SEC, I have a major apology to issue because I picked you fifth in your division on the East. So next year, whoever Braden likes fifth in the East and yeah, West. No kidding. I, I, there was a lot of talk about you at SEC Media Days about how the talent's gotten better and the defense is going to be really the good. toughness, maybe. Yeah, just sort of the program build was, was happening. And, and I thought, you know what, that's intriguing. But I, don't, but I like Florida too much, so I'm going to pick Florida second. I was right about that. Uh, I, did, <laughs> I picked him to go 9-3, and three, Florida, so I was right about that. So did we as the staff. <sighs> we were both down. The magazine was down. Everybody was down on South Carolina. We were right about that. Doesn't sound like an apology. I am sorry, Kentucky. I am sorry. We were dead wrong about your team. I am sorry. I was wrong. I did not see the level of defense and the level of play that your team was going to exhibit this year. A tremendous season. A a season we're celebrating. Ten wins for Mark Stoops. I apologize to you, Kentucky. We were wrong. I was wrong. I'm sorry. We picked him tied for fourth in the magazine. so, So you can interpret that as fourth or fifth. Ten wins is pretty awesome. We had them at three and five. They went five and three in the league. So first winning record since the seventy seven season, I believe. I believe in the SEC. Yes, um, they've had several five hundred records, but um, now we'll find out about staying power. They lost a lot. Lost I think they're going to lose a lot of people. Lost a lot on the defense. Obviously, they lost Benny Snell as well. So and by the way, this is not a current events podcast. So we're going to do. Mo- this is all just about making fun of ourselves for being wrong. So yep. If, if something breaks today, we're not going to talk about it. Okay. What, anything else that you'd like to apologize about um, in the SEC? Because we were right about Florida, South Carolina. I had te- Texas A&M second, so I was right yeah, about Kentucky, that. Yeah, Kentucky and LSU were really the ones that we – Also, we as a staff, myself, yourself, Stephen Lassen, uh, on uh, Sports, yeah. all wrong about the Auburn Tigers. Yes. Dead wrong. Now, here's what we've learned from this about the Auburn Tigers moving forward. I don't think we should put them in the magazine next year. Just leave them out and say... Sort of like Bryce Harper in our baseball magazine? Just put Auburn <laughs> question mark. Yeah. And just go... We'll let you know in we November. Ha- we have no idea. Well, we do have an idea. This is the year they'll be awesome. I, I, I'm not putting my name next to that. We, we, I am not predicting anything for Auburn ever again. Okay, I want to say something you did get wrong. Because right yeah. as we always... As I always say, I stay true to the magazine that, you know, they're, they're my picks. And we had, right before the season started, we had anything we would change late. And I said, the only we were talking, it was our, I think it was our SEC preview podcast. And I said, we have Tennessee 6th, Vanderbilt 7th. And I would switch those two. I would pick Vanderbilt ahead of Tennessee. And you scoffed at me. You laughed at me. I, I'm not denying that. So you were wrong. Yes, I was wrong. You were wrong. I like how this podcast has nothing to do with when you're wrong. 
It's all about I, I'm me just, being no, wrong. No, I, I, I started to say that okay. how wrong I was about Herm Edwards, and you cut me off. We're not there yet. We're going conference by conference. We'll get to the Pac-12, and we will both okay, have so to apologize. Okay, so you start apologize. with the SEC. I would start with the SEC. Right, I, would start with, I would start with the ACC. Because I feel personally the most guilty about LSU. That's okay. the one I feel the worst about. I was the most because wrong. Because you actually went to the, the media wrong. day, and you were part of yes, the group I was, think. Yes, I was the most wrong about LSU of any team in probably America. So. Really? Probably. Because, like, I was wrong about – so let's let's go to the Big Ten. So Michigan. East, we nailed it I as was, a staff, as by the a, way. The magazine nailed it. As a, as, a, as a personal pick, I picked Michigan to make the playoff. I was wrong. Now I was only one game wrong, so it's not, like, an egregious miss, like I did with LSU. Like, I whiffed on LSU. Like, it was one of those where you swing and miss, and then you fall over, and, like, the, the, the whole crowd's laughing at you. That's how bad LSU was. I, didn't, I picked Michigan to make the playoff. I was wrong. I will not apologize to Ohio State. Won't do it. You're the only team I'm not apologizing to because technically you didn't make the playoff and I didn't pick you to make the playoff, so I don't have to apologize to you. Also, you're a bunch of jerks on Twitter this summer, so I don't have to apologize. But I was wrong. Michigan did not win the Big Ten. Ohio State did. And so I was wrong, and I'll put my hand up and be held. See, it's up. Yep, I see. And I am being held accountable for my wrong pick on the Michigan Wolverines, and again next year I will try once again for the third year in a row and probably pick Michigan to make the playoff again and probably be wrong again. I will never learn my lesson. One of these years, I was going to say one of these years you will be right, but I don't know if you will be right one of these years. <laughs> um, so in the in the East, we nailed it. In the West, we had Northwestern 4-5. and five. You won three games in overtime two years ago. Did not really believe in you. Clayton Thorson was coming off a torn ACL. They go 8-1. and one. Despite losing to Akron, despite not winning a non-conference game, they won the West. Look at all, listen, this so is we like missed a, that by th- four games. This is a po- this is like the worst politician apology ever. You're just you're 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 couching all of your predictions and all these garbage excuses. Just say no, you're s- sorry to Northwestern. I'm explaining. This is myself. Like, th- my my wife would have a field day with this. You don't get to say all the reasons why you thought you might have been wrong. No, you were wrong. I we was were giving wrong. some background on the pick. I was wrong. Northwestern. You did the same thing with LSU. We're sorry. You did the same thing with LSU. I you know. explained you, your thought process. This, and you then really you, do need therapy. You explained <laughs> your thought process. <laughs> Can I leave? <laughs> Dwayne Haskins, who ended up in New York. If you're looking for Dwayne Haskins on our first, second, or third team, all Big Ten team, <laughs> you're not going to find him. <laughs> no, he did not. So we're doing Dwayne Haskins. We are we're sorry. sorry. We had Trace McSorley. We had your boy, yeah. Brian Lewerke. I was wrong. And... I don't know who's boy, Alex Horderberg. I told you not to put that man on an all-conference team. <laughs> wow. Uh, by the way, a true freshman is going to start next year for, for Wisconsin. Mark, here, mark, here first. mark the tape. Yep. He's okay. the best quarterback prospect they've ever gotten. Now, when we did the uh, – okay, I'm not allowed to make any excuses. I won't say no, it. I no, won't say that when we did the magazine that he had not even – you know, we weren't even sure. Joe Burrow was still there. Good thing <laughs> oh, we have Ohio Joe State. Burrow third team all-conference. <laughs> that would have been bad. <laughs> You know who needs to apologize to a lot of people? Tate Martell. <laughs> that guy needs to apologize. Uh, Northwestern, Pat Fitzgerald, the Wildcats of Evanston, and the Fitzcarlton right on Lake Michigan. To all of you in purple, we are sorry. We got it wrong, and you were the Big Ten West champion. And beat your Utes in a bowl game. I don't care about bowl games. It's a strange bowl game. Can we talk? What else you want? What, what, well, what else you want to do in the Big Ten? Anything else? That's pretty much it. The the the, uh, okay. the quarterback situation. Because okay. when you nail the East, it's hard to talk about. Did you know? we get all seven picks right? One through seven. You're you're posing. Yes, you're posing <laughs> like 1998 yeah, football yeah, player. Yes, <laughs> it's the last time you were cool. Yes. No, I don't think I was. Yeah, it's, I, listen, I've never been cool either. Yeah. So, join the club. You were going to ACC. 
Um, oh, I have, I, I, I have a heartfelt apology oh, from the SEC. Finally. Look, look, see, this is growth. This is, this is growth. He's a guy that I've I, I, I discovered, an up-and-coming, I don't want to call him young, an up-and-coming coach. He was at Eastern Illinois in the hinterlands. <laughs> the, what is the hinterlands? I don't know. It sounds like if, if there are is that a place? If there are hinterlands, Eastern Illinois is there. <laughs> went to Bowling Green, coached that gorgeous stadium right off the interstate, mm. run up a big number, went to Syracuse, loved the hire, figured he was almost too good, like thought he might get a better job than that. Four and eight, four and eight. Should have known this was coming. Didn't believe in Dino. They go 10 and two mm. with losses to Notre Dame and Clemson. Two playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Fantastic season. Syracuse and Dino Babers. I should have known. I'm sorry. God, that was awesome. You see how good that feels? See? We were wrong, Syracuse. Yeah. Syracuse is in the house. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. Just uh, fantastic season. I think a lot of people don't realize that, too. The fact that they went 10 and 2 I, two I, losses. I almost didn't believe it when you said it. Yeah. I was like, wait a second. Did they yeah. really go 10 and 2? Uh, I think apologies from us are owed to the rest of the ACC for our how wrong we were on three programs that we had ranked basically second third and fourth in the ACC all of which fell on their face Florida State Miami and Virginia Tech wrong wrong and wrong we went all of us we were defer, wrong we, on all we, three we of just them. assume things and you know yep. what happens Brady it's very you, much the Auburn yeah. the Auburn thing yep and had had you told us more a little advanced scouting of your favorite Virginia Cavalier Bryce Perkins was going to be so good we would not have picked the Cavs <laughs> to go one and seven I am sorry okay here's an apology I am sorry to Athlon Sports and Mitch for not beating the Bryce Perkins drum more well, you probably on. weren't really aware of his existence when we did the magazine that's not true he, he was a little known juke uh, transfer was, from was, Arizona State he was a little known but his 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 star started to shine in camp and that's when I drafted him in the fantasy league so um, I yeah, was but again. We made the predictions in, in exactly, March, exactly. So, April. but but our podcast predictions were were in right. were right near the beginning of the season. So you're right. We you know we owe an apology to Bryce Perkins and Bronco. We are sorry we did not pay more attention to you, Mr. Perkins, and and Mr. Bronco. And Bron- they they made a bowl game in year two last year. Did not believe they could sustain that. Lost Built, a lot of weapons yeah. on defense. They're going to be much. I know we're not allowed to talk about anything but this, but they're going to be much. They're going to be good next year. Be well, careful. Be okay. Careful. So, the hype. Um, but yeah, I think I think we I like the way you phrase that. Owe oh, an apology to the rest of the league for just assuming that Florida State would be good, and they were such a dumpster fire. And same same thing. With, I mean, Miami, Miami. Oh my God! Like Squirt, the, thi- yeah. the things that have happened in Tallahassee and Coral Gables are are like I mean, they could do a thirty for thirty on this season alone. I mean, Willie Taggart's being sued by former players right now from Oregon. That's yeah. how crazy his his season's been. Uh, Miami at one point had more decommitments than commitments. They they had to go bring back Manny Diaz, which I think is a ridiculous hire. So I, I don't know. It's just, it's terrible. I think Virginia tech will bounce back and be fine, but those three programs we assumed a lot about and yeah. we were dead wrong about that. So. Yeah. And Virginia tech, I think next year we'll test the just, Oh, it's Justin Fuente who figure it out. You know, that's kind of was, they, they had a lot of questions yeah. this year, but it was, his track record was so good that we just figured, figured he would figure it out. I, if we go do we, anything else you'd like to add Not in the ACC, in the ACC. Um, I mean, we're sorry to Louisville fans, but not for anything we did wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're just, sorry that you had to go through that. that. Um, although, when when you land with Chris Mack and Satterfield, you've done pretty well. I've made this point. For for as much effed up stuff that that school has done, they, they landed on their feet yeah, pretty well. A little Tempur-Pedic there they landed yeah. on. Uh, all right, let's move to the Big 12. Can, can I say something here? Sure. We got every team 
within one game of their f- predict in league play, except for one? Can you guess? Like if they went five and Texas four, we Tech. had them six and three. Nope. Because didn't we have Texas Tech last? We had them at um, tied for. Let me look right here. We had them at six, three and six. They went four and five. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't like your metric here on this because the big because everybody's within one game of each other in the Big Twelve for the most part outside of Oklahoma. No, and, but one game of Texas. our prediction. So that's right, not, I just don't think that's. I think one game. I don't know. I think in the Big Twelve, I don't think we had that Oklahoma as State much. at five and that's four. Right, they they went finished, three and six. They finished three and six. So here, here's here's. I'm not apologizing for anything because I was high on Iowa State and Texas. And Texas. I had Texas playing Oklahoma. In fact, here's where. I think, and I, I should have gone back and listened to the podcast, but what I said on the Big 12 show, I believe, was that the teams that play in the Big 12 championship game will have played in the regular – like, they will, the, the winner will come back and have lost the first game. Okay, I'm going to try this again. Okay, can we cut that? They will have played – Do you have a producer that can cut that? The loser of the Red River shootout will come back and win the Big 12 title is what I said, I, I believe, on that. the podcast, and I was 100% right on that. I also thought West Virginia and Iowa State were better, not TCU – and I was high on Iowa State. I was. I'm not. West Virginia was almost a disappointment. People had them. I'm not apologizing for anything in the Big Twelve because I got everything right. I've got a question for a friend. Let's just say you <laughs> might be the managing editor of a magazine, preseason magazine. Okay. And you look back, and there's a guy who won the Heisman Trophy, and you don't have him first, second, or third team all conference in the preseason. He wasn't first, second, or third. We didn't know he'd be the starter. Austin Kendall. There's talk. You know, he was. There wasn't. I think it sounds like you owe someone an apology. Oakland A's center fielder, Kyler Murray? <laughs> or Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback, Kyler Murray? <laughs> Are they one and the same? Bortles! Yeah. Season premiere last night. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I talk it was my... great. Just, all right, all right. You, there was a great Bortles reference. So you owe an apology Kyler Murray. to Kyler Murray. Basically, oh, this is kind of interesting. There were three Heisman Trophy finalists. One of them we just completely nailed. We had him hadn't started a game and we had him number one and and, and everyone ripped on us for right. putting Tua as the best quarterback in america and the other two dudes we didn't even have third team all conference and oh by the way none of them are the best player in the country that guy plays for clemson and <laughs> none i uh, was this talked about i'm sure it was that all three heisman finalists had not started a game before the season at their respective schools well we talked about but the, the fact that all these big power programs that were competing for playoff spots that. were changing quarterbacks right, but I mean, that was a big story Kyler Murray started a game at Texas A&M so he had started yeah that's true Dwayne Haskins started yeah, he, he, he had, Haskins had started right I don't think he'd Warned. started but I think he'd played a bunch yeah um, and, and, Tua, and, I, I don't, and Haskins it wasn't like we didn't see people didn't see how we all said Haskins we just weren't really 100% good. sure he was going to start right we were all like man this guy's going to be really good we just didn't know he's going to be that good sure. and so I think that's 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 fair and an apology to uh to Kyler Murray and an apology to um, to Wayne Haskins. The problem is, is that we weren't, you know, we picked Ohio State in the magazine to win the Big Ten. We picked Oklahoma in the magazine to win the Big Twelve. So it wasn't like we didn't pick those the, teams. Right. We just didn't see Heisman Trophy coming. So our apologies to Kyler Murray. Our third team All Conference pick in the Big Twelve, Kyle Kempt, but he got hurt and then beat out by. Listen, my name's Braden and I'm here <laughs> to Purdy. <laughs> so that was a funny tweet. I chuckled. Your name is Mitch. I'm here to Kempt. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you did. Yeah. Anything else in the Big 12 no, you would like to apologize about? Like I, we, we did pretty well in the Big 12. Yes, so. we did. Yes, so. we did. All right, let's work our way out west. Pac-12. I've already... Washington State <laughs> yeah, blew, we it, got, blew it. Yeah, we got to start with Washington State. We're sorry. Although they didn't win the division. <laughs> they tied. No, they tied. They tied. And they, they lost the tiebreaker because they lost the Apple Cup. But we, so we, we firmly owe a strong and heartfelt apology to Washington State. Mike Leach, Gardner Menchu, the mustache, the Palouse, 
and the fact that they got game day. So, Old Crimson, we are sorry. We got you wrong. I think in one of my write-ups here in the in the roundtable, I, I used the phrase, it's always dangerous to question Mike Leach. It is. And I did it. Especially if, if you're talking to him, because yeah. it'll just take an hour and a half before he lets you get another word in. Uh, all right, my big apology, because I, I picked Utah to win the South, so... <laughs> Uh, my big apology, I thought Herm Edwards would be a total dumpster fire. I thought that was going to be a complete mess. And Herm Edwards, you, you, you should have, I should have listened to you. I should not have pressed send. And um, Herm Edwards, I apologize. Arizona State, I apologize. You didn't have like this unbelievable season, but you had a far better season than I anticipated. I am sorry. Also, an apology quickly to everyone else in the Pac-12 South because I probably overhyped UCLA in the preseason a little too much just flat out buying into Chip I Kelly. Had, I had buyer's remorse on that once the magazine came out. They were far worse than I thought. Now, I don't think I picked them very high, but I just was hyped up for Chip Kelly and I was wrong about that. So, to yeah. Arizona State, I am sorry. Completely completely uh, agree with those two. Arizona State, you know, they went 5-7 and seven two years ago, 7-5. and five. They improved by two games in league play, but to, they just looked... They were more high profile. More organized. They beat Michigan State early yeah. before Michigan State struggled. Yep. Um, they had good skill. And the recruiting is, is going well, so Herm is doing all the things that... And I'm glad. Like I, every, uh, yeah, I'm not rooting against on him. The, like, yeah. uh, on the, like, I did a lot of radio interviews, and people like would talk about our cover blurb that said, Herm Edwards, why, you know... The, the article we wrote was just sort of like, why would they hire him? But I like, I hope he does well. I mean, I think the college game's fun when he's in it because he's, yeah. he's kind of a character. So let me go through real quick. We did uh, on our website over unders before the season. Okay, because I got uh, some group of five apologies. Okay, good, yeah. good. Uh, before the league, uh, I you know I, I won't talk about the ones I got right because that would take too long. So <laughs> uh, ACC got them both right. Big Twelve, I had TCU over seven and a half. Got that one wrong. They went six in just regular season. They went six and six. Kind of a... And they probably shouldn't have even done that. Yeah, they rallied. Um, they were not a good football team this year. I had minutes... You had, know who I want to see at TCU? Jalen Hurts. I love, I, I love. That. Have you seen that? I love that idea. Yeah. Um, he fits I, the offense. I don't know. I love that idea. I had Minnesota under five in the Big Ten. Got that one wrong. They went six and six. I had... Kind of keep scrolling here to find what I got wrong. You had who under five? Minnesota. Okay. Um, under five. They went six and six. And that's it from the Power Five. I only got two wrong. We picked two per Power Five team, so I went seven, two, and one in Power Five. Um, that didn't really sound like an apology. No, I was just telling you why it was such How a short segment. Yeah, okay. I got sure. Tulsa wrong. I had the over four. They <laughs> went three and nine. Tulsa. My favorite under was was um, UTEP. I had UTEP under two and a half. They went one and three, one and eleven. So. Hmm. I had South Alabama over three and a half. They went three and nine. And I had Georgia Southern under six and a half, and they went ten and five. So let me hear some of the group of five apologies. Two, two main ones here. Number one, I apologize, at least for now. I reserve the right to oh, change. Oh, this doesn't sound like a, a heartfelt apology. See, see how it feels when someone ca couches all their apologies with a bunch of, you know, caveats? Um, to, you said you were going to empty the dishes. This, this coach won 11 games. He has recruited at a very high level relative to his league. I think I know where you're going. I thought it was a terrible hire. I did not think it was going to be successful. I apologize to you, Cincinnati Bearcat fans, and to head coach Luke Fickle. I was wrong for now. I was wrong. He's almost a West Virginia head coach. Good for you, Cincinnati, and Luke Fickle. I apologize. I was wrong. Completely agree. I thought it was a 
lazy hire. They just kind of picked the high-profile in-state defensive coordinator, you know, at the big big state U. And mm-hmm. um, he's like you said, the recruiting stuff was he enjoyed great success before this uh, recruiting before the success right. on the field, which right. kind of backs it up. Great year this year. And one thing, Cincinnati is a program. They've had multiple head coaches have success there. So that's that that helps you get attract future coaches if yep. if and when your coach leaves. Um are do, are we apologizing to Josh Heupel? No. Okay, still no. Okay. I don't trust the coaching staff long term. But they could prove me wrong. Next year, I will have to apologize if they do well again. You know a guy we didn't we never had to apologize Major Applewhite. I don't think any of us were on board there. No. No, they hired the wrong coordinator, as I've said on the podcast multiple times. He is now like the seventh highest paid coordinator in America, and he's coaching a team that coached in the Big 12 championship. Played in the Big 12 championship. Played. Well, he coached. Todd Orlando. He coached. For those out there. Yes, Todd Orlando. Um, All right. Apology here, and this one's kind of interesting. It's not like a full-blown apology because I did like them and appreciate them throughout the course of the season, Um, and I actually salvaged the season by going to a watch party to watch this particular team. You actually ended up showing up that night. I will apologize oh, to the troops for not such a lack of respect for not watching you enough. So it's not that I didn't like your team or didn't pick you high enough. I wasn't necessarily right or wrong about you. I just felt guilty that I didn't watch more of your games this year. I watched about three quarters of them, maybe half of them, somewhere in there. I watched the Oklahoma game. I watched a few others. I watched all the Army Navy game. In fact, at an Army watch party. So I, I appreci- not on purpose. I did you, not. I sh- I did not. <laughs> you went to a watch sh- party sh- sh- by accident. Sh- I I did that. To make up for all my missing of the game. I, I wish I would have watched more Army football this year. Uh, Coach Monk has done a great job. Unbelievable. I, I think they are a really good team. They're a fun team to watch. Uh, I, I, I apologize to the troops for not sitting down and making you more of my viewing experience on Saturdays this year. I apologize. I have sort of a Army-related apology as well because I watched every snap. I've watched every snap of two Army games, basically. The Army-Navy game and the first game of the year when I was mad at you. Because I picked Army to cover against Duke, and you fumbled, and I was like, why did I pick Army? You were so, not mad at me. You no, were mad at the troops. I was troops. mad at Army <laughs> right. the whole game. I said, for three hours, I was so mad because I picked them to win. It was like Thursday night or Friday. That's it was right. one of the opening right. weekend games. I wanted your picks yeah. against the spread. So I apologize for being mad. It was selfish of me. And you know what? They went and scored 70 points in a bowl game. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I apologize for not – I, I did not appreciate you enough, Army. Throughout the course of the year. Well, they'll be back I next year. Have. They'll be good. I should have appreciated you more. Um, along those same lines, I probably could have said, you know, like, Fresno State's defense did not appreciate you enough this year. Uh, in the group I was kind of wrong the on them. They, all signs pointed towards a repeat in the, the Mountain West West. I kind of went, Stephen Lass and I, we spearheaded this, and we went back, oh, we think San Diego State, they're more of a program. Fresno State had a big year. They lost their defensive coordinator. Completely wrong. San Diego State 4-4. Four and four. Fresno State, sorry, Jeff Tedford, tremendous job. Basically, everything else we got right, right? Well, he, uh, within, within, you know. Yeah. Do you do you have any other major apologies? Because I've got a couple of questions that I did not tell you I was going to ask, and this is part of what we do here on this podcast. We do not spend hours editing this podcast afterward, like many podcasts you listen to. Sometimes that's probably to our detriment, but we like it to be sort of authentic and real and live. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to add before I get to my questions? I've got two questions for you. No, two, go, two questions. Go ahead. I'm scrolling. The, you know, the, nothing else jumps out. Okay. That's our apology tour. We were wrong 2018. We, we, we don't play any covers. We just play our big hits. All right. Um, what do you th- – looking at our predictions this year and what we got wrong and what we got right, 
do you think you because every year we we take stock of of the game and you know this and that what is it that you think you have learned in the prediction business because i think for example a couple of years ago we probably would have fallen into the same group of people that put too much weight on bowl results right and we we've probably adjusted that in the last five years maybe five six years ago where we started saying all right these these games aren't as important as people think we need to truly dig into what happened during the regular season and evaluate that and recruiting, not necessarily the bowl games. That's a tactic or a strategy that we used to employ that we've sort of gone away from in the last five or six years. Do you think you have learned anything about how to make predictions and to be more accurate for our readers based on what we got wrong this year? Here's a, I'll, I'll use Miami as a good example because all last year when we talked about them, I used to say, they're three plays away from, you know, having two or three losses like the Georgia Tech game last year, the Florida State game they won the last play, and then they struggled down the stretch. Got really annoyed with us that we picked them so high. We picked them six in the preseason, yeah. bought into the hype, and we're always big on margin of victory. It's not, you know, it's not winning eight games by average score of two points is different than dominating everyone. It's like it's not, it's not necessarily did you win or lose, it's how you played and how good you looked yardage differential and all that stuff we really dive in there should have seen Miami so kind of fell into the Mark Rick third year trajectory of the program the hot team didn't think enough about Miami so in the future next year I will be more like Texas we won't fall into the we'll try and look at Texas you know they lost a lot on defense and stuff so I guess with the power programs just spend a little more time to 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 figure out what they're going to look like the next year. It doesn't, obviously doesn't guarantee we're going to get them right. Is there an element of trust the coach? That's well, well, the Justin Fuente thing, you know. Because like Mike Leach is an example of how we should have trusted the coach. But they've had some lean, they, you know, they've had some 500 or below years too. Not, not many though with him. And we picked him pretty low. Yeah. I mean, we picked no, we him behind did. Cal. So. You know, there, there, was a lot, not, there was a lot going on at Washington in the spring with Holinsky right, and right, the tragedy. Right, and, right. and he – Openly tried to get the Tennessee job. It just didn't look like things were trending in the in the right, right direction. I'm, I'm just there. trying to come up with how Is can some, we yeah. how can we be better and learn from our mistakes, right? And I think we try that every year. And I think one of them, to your point, is is let's really hone in on how a team plays. Okay, yeah, they and this is why, for example, we didn't fall into that trap with South Carolina. We were dead right about South Carolina playing a bunch of close games that they probably and they won a bunch of games they probably shouldn't have. And we thought, no, they're not going to win nine games again. Everybody in Atlanta when I was down there at SEC Media Days was, oh my God, South Carolina is going to challenge Georgia in week two, and they've got a chance to. We and we were all like, uh, what are you talking about? So that's one where we saw it and actually followed, let me, let me followed the that. right rules. And there's not, you know, there's examples of this for and against every year. Northwestern, they won three overtime games the year before. Right. But they're, they're kind of the DNA of the program. Utah's sort of like that, too, where they win a lot of close games. Now, they did – I mean, the problem with Northwestern analyzing them this year is their non-conference schedule. They just were so bad. Right. It's like they were so good in the league, but I don't know if that means the league was terrible. I just It's just very hard to analyze that right. Northwestern team because overall they've got, what, like five losses? <laughs> like they weren't really that great of a team. But they went 8-1 and one in the Big Ten, which is really hard to do. Yeah. Um, and I, I again, so I think the other one is the, the coaches like Urban Meyer. I, I should have just trusted Urban Meyer a little bit more, especially going head to head with Jim Harbaugh. Um, you know, tr trust Mike Leach a little bit more at, at Washington State. Um, I think the I think sort of the guys who are proven commodities. Let's trust them. Dino Babers, for example. Um, let's trust him a little bit more. And and that there's the Kyle guy, Winningham. The guys who are, right. The guys who are more volatile. 
Bobby Petrino's of the world, for example, maybe take that into account a little bit more. So I'm just curious if there's anything you learn from every year doing this. You've done it almost 20 years now. What is the things that you try to learn every year when you look at something? You go, man, we were so wrong on that. Why didn't we see that coming? Again, Miami is the big example. There are lessons learned from from that specific team. And, uh, you know what? I would also put in our not sort of an apology here, but uh, in the Auburn, Florida State, Virginia Tech, Miami vein, I would put Wisconsin in that group as well. Just assuming we just assumed, and it, it just it wasn't as good as we thought it was going to be. So um, there's a lot of programs that kind of take those dips every year, and you just got to kind of it's not guesswork, but you got to be careful like we could have seen Auburn's problems coming right we, we talked about the offensive line issues and the running game issues and we talked about that kind of stuff and you know Wisconsin's schedule getting more difficult we talked about that kind of stuff like it, it's about sort of having conviction in your in your predictions a little bit to some degree but then also you say that in, in a, a team can lose a game on a deflect a tip pass and then yeah. you know that goes from seven and two to six and three which could mean two spots in, in the division anything else you'd like you to said add you had two questions Th- those were sort of my that was one question Maybe that was just one question. I thought it was two questions. Can I give you a chance to vent? Sure. Based on your social media the past few days, it seems like you're a little frustrated about waiting rooms with physicians, maybe? <laughs> just the one day. Okay. Just the one time. You don't like going and taking your kids to the doctor? No, it was just me. Did you take them both? Oh, me. it was you. Yeah, it was me. You said family doctor, which I thought meant it's like... my family doctor. I thought you meant like... Is it... If you didn't follow my Twitter tirade on... Is it the same Tuesday family maybe. doctor that I go to? It, it, it's possible. So I signed in. Three letters in the last name? I have an 11 o'clock appointment. I signed in at 10.30. Okay. I got there early to make sure that I signed in to prevent this exact thing from happening. I was going to ask you something about the magazine. And now I'm Why off. does a physical specimen, perfect specimen like you need to it's go to the doctor? It's a once a year physical. I only okay. need once a year. And really, it's just a... You just walk in. They said, yeah. look great. See you later. I, I, I wish I wouldn't have stepped on the scale. But um, <laughs> so I... <laughs> Sort of have to. I, I signed in at 1030, 1033-ish probably, and sat down, listened to an entire podcast, listened to an interview of the Titans general manager, John Robinson, <laughs> and then had to stand up and walk around. I did not talk to my doctor until 1220. It was almost two hours. What time was the appointment? 11? 11. It was wow. almost two hours of waiting before I spoke to my doctor, and I was furious. And then the other thing that pisses me off, is watching these stupid pharmaceutical refs. Oh, yes. Re- refs. Reps. Walk in and out of the doctor's office and it's, get access so to every doctor they want. Well, I am sitting there for an hour and a half waiting, and you and your fancy shoes and your overpriced haircuts walking all over the place like you own the damn place while all of us actual people that need to see the doctors are sick or something and people are just need help. And you people... Just walking in and around like you own the place. I've been there. Upsets me. You just think you, you just get so mad at them. Like how dare you? They just the door says make sure you check out the you know the doctor yeah. door that goes to the door goes back to the place. It's like make sure you check in at the desk before you pass through this door. Not they them. just walk right into that door. I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna wear a suit next time right. and hold <laughs> a briefcase. And no, just walk right uh, in. We're like a, a, a rolling roller, bag yes. full of samples of opioids that kill people. It's ridiculous. You okay? I had a question I was gonna ask you about sports and football. Now I forgot. I feel better though. Thank you for okay. Me How was the answer. physical? I'm fine. Okay. I'm a little high blood pressure, maybe. Really? I've never had high blood pressure. I've never ever in my mine's life. Low. Um, it's it's mostly the uh, the the bourbon and the salt. I've added that to my diet. <laughs> Normally people take that <laughs> out of their this, diet. At this age, might not be <laughs> the appropriate. Well, and I've reduced all my. See, I'm all my New Year's resolutions. I'm going to exercise less. 
I'm going to drink more. I'm going to salt my food more. Um, all that's basically what. Did I'd, you have any New Year's resolutions? I had one. I am anti New Year's resolution. I don't believe in them. I think they're stupid. Cause I, I gave up uh, sweets for the month of January. That's it. But for a very uh, like legitimate psychological reason. Why? Uh, so what happens is is when you set New Year's resolutions, if you do not hit them, generally there's some self sabotage going on psychologically. This is like a, what a therapist would tell you. Um, if you make a checklist for yourself and you don't do the checklist, you beat yourself up about it. Especially people that are like really organized. Um, so what? So you I, don't even try? No, no. It's called a New Year's intention. I have a New Year's intention. It means that you just intend to do something more. Drink more water, work out more, read more books, whatever it may be. Because that way, if you do it six out of ten days or eight out of ten days, you're not killing yourself for the two or three days you missed, you failed. No, you're making, you're it's intending. Semantics. Well, but, it, but a resolution, I'm going to do this, puts yourself into a box. And so people will tell you that's not a good way to evaluate yourself. It's true. Dr. Braden Gall. My wife loves it, so that's all I care about. I don't care if you like it. My wife loves New Year's. You're not, you're in, not here to please me. New Year's intentions. Okay. So you, did you have? Did you have any? Uh, drink a ton more water. Okay. I, I need to hydrate more. Just it's it's just I just need to do it. Um, I do need to read more actual books because I'm such a hap I'm so much happier when I read when I actually get to read and I mm -hmm. did I don't get to read during the football season at all. Also. I'm just changing lots of diapers right now, and I'm just tired of that. Okay. I'm just, you can't really, that's not really a new It's not going anywhere. Like, I'm going to stop changing my kids' <laughs> yeah, diapers. It's not really, gonna, that's yeah, that's not good. No, I, I, although the oldest one is starting to pee on things because we're trying <laughs> to do the potty training thing, and it's not working right now. We're going to have to do the lock-in soon where we just like lock in for three days and just clean, we didn't do that. Just we clean just, everything Yeah, up. we just, just we're, happened. We're just sort of letting her figure it out on her own, yeah. and she's starting to get to the point where she wants to use the potty and everything. So anyway, um, all right. Well, uh, that is our apology tour. For 2018, we're sorry if you didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your apology. I'm sorry. But thank um, you for listening. But thank you for listening. We're sorry if you didn't like it. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to know if there's anything you, you took away from all this stuff that'll help change the way you view things in the future. That's just, all. Just, you know. By the way, good hire from Miami. Dan Enos, offensive coordinator. I will have many things to say next week on the pod about um, <laughs> the Alabama coaching staff. What? No, the um, Miami coaching staff. Uh, well, that's good assistant. That being said, I will add one thing here before we we, we, we leave you for the. So we're gonna try to shoot for. We're gonna try. We're gonna try to shoot for Wednesdays. Oh, is this a resolution or is this an intention? It's a New, New Year's intention okay. that we will try in the off season to shoot for Wednesdays for you guys on the pod. Um, I, there has been a ton of discussion. I know Nicole Auerbach and Stuart Mandel, the athletic put out a big new piece about expansion. There's lots, there's been a lot of stuff about expansion. So next, next week we'll dive into that a little bit, probably with you guys, because I, I talked to, to Nicole a couple of days ago. And I, I think the word for everybody they need to understand is patience, that nothing is actually going to happen and change anytime soon, but there are tons of tweaks that could be coming to the system, to the language, to the committee, to the scheduling, to anything. I think there's going to be a lot of tweaks before, six five six years from now when we actually get expansion so i would uh, we'll probably dive into that a little bit next week but uh we're off and running on 2019 i already love talking talking teams like i've literally already started doing writing for the magazine yeah it's it's we're already off and running Some on 2019. And stuff. yeah 2019 so we'll do a lot of stuff we'll do our off-season road trip we'll do everything so this is sort of our year-end wrap of 2018 even do we, need to, we need, might need to look back at our road trip see how fun it would have been we could probably do that sometime and our didn't we have like a anti-road trip like the worst games possible <laughs> i think we did that too i think we did that as well on the back end of one podcast all right well thank you guys for listening 
we are sorry if you didn't enjoy our apology tour 2018. But Braden feels better. For Mitch Light, I do. I do. LSU fans, I'm sorry. My name is Braden Gall. Thanks for listening. His name is Mitch Light. You can follow us on Twitter at Athlon Mitch at Braden Gall. This is the Athlon Sports Cover 2 Podcast. Podcast.